This episode of The Date Podcast is sponsored by Bopsy. Meet up to six people over mobile video. It's video speed dating. Download Bopsy in the Google Play Store or iTunes. Check out bopsy.com. We know you love us, but the information on our podcast is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. I understand I'm both an LPC and an LMFT. However, this is not intended as a substitute for professional services of any kind. If you or anyone you know needs professional help, please seek mental health services. Hi, it's Emma. Hi, it's Zorik. (laughs) (laughs) Host of the Date Podcast. And we are very excited to do another show for you guys because we have a guest. Oh, yeah? Yes. Who 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 is the guest? She is a matchmaker. (laughs) Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm Michelle G. And I'm so excited to be here and, you know have this time with you guys. Wonderful. So yes, Michelle G is a certified matchmaker, best-selling author and relationship relationship coach with a bachelor's of science degree in social psychology. Michelle is passionate about helping professional singles remove the obstacles that prevent success in love and finding a meaningful relationship. Michelle's advice has been featured on Telemundo, NBC, and HuffPost. Learn more at www.michelleg.com. You can also follow her on at miss.michelle.g on Instagram. Wow, Michelle, you are very accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually my background. If I tell you a lot about my background, you'd be like, wow, um, how old are you? Because you've done a lot in your life. And I think it has a lot to do with my mom was really ambitious as a kid and uh-huh. she pushed me. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Very cool. And we have something else, right? Yes. So we have a listener question. Ooh, yeah. So exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yes. Thank you so much. Cause this was a good one. And honestly, like whenever you sent it, Part of me was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I need help on this too. I 100% feel this question so much. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> and Michelle is going to talk about it. Yes, Michelle yeah. is also going to give her yeah. feedback on the question. So I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So, um, yes. you know, part of her, you know, uh, email said it's refreshing as heck to hear you all discuss struggles and strategies for navigating dating for 30 plus year olds. Fact. Like, yeah, thank that's, you. That's, that's a fact for sure. And so she says, my question is what tips can you share for single ladies, 30 years old who aren't getting asked on dates? Super loaded. Question. And I felt that in my core. Did you? I did. Did you cry a little bit? Yeah, I may have like been like, I need wine right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that sounds like a very interesting question that we would love to hear answers yes. for. Uh, but first, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, subscribe and review. You can also send us more questions or comments at hello at datepodcast.com. Or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at datepodcast. 
All right, so now for the fun stuff, which is Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, dating yeah. in the 30s. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, first of all, tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself. Like, how did you get, like, to where you are now? Your mo- You said your mom was very ambitious. Yeah, so my mom, so a little bit about me. My mom immigrated here from Ecuador, and literally she didn't know a lick of English mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. And so, but she's, you know, my mom was really ambitious. She pushed us. She always was like, focus, you're in a in a country where you can make your dreams happen. Right. And um, so when I was a kid, I strive to always be that best at everything to mm-hmm. please my mother, which that's another conversation, right? Yes. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that's a whole, like we're both Hispanic. And so yes. I am relating to you at, at that perfectionistic level. I get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and then the thing is, and, and I, you know, it's something interesting that has to do also with our thirties too. When, yes. when we date, uh-huh. like that kind of comes over, like our relationship with our mom and how we treat men crosses over and really plays a big role in how we date in our 30s. But I'm going to get to that. Okay. Just a little teaser. (laughs) A little teaser. So so where are you from? Like, where where did it all begin? Like, where? So I was born in Brooklyn. No, I was actually raised in Brooklyn, New York. I was born in Hoboken, New Jersey, across the river. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I lived there for majority of my life. Um, When I was a really young girl, I remember watching C-SPAN. And I, because my mom didn't speak English, and I remember seeing the president, Ronald Reagan, on TV. And that was the moment that I called my mom over and I said, Mom, I want to be the first woman president. That's what I want to be. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, sure. I mean, she's looking at me like, oh, my God, you're a kid. Like, okay, whatever <laughs> you want to do, go ahead, go for the stars, go uh-huh. for the moon. So I joined the Marine Corps. I ended up joining the Marine Corps 10 days after I graduated high school to try and make this dream a reality. Uh Mm -hmm. So when you ask me where I'm from, I'm really from all over because I lived almost everywhere. I've lived in so many different parts of the world and I feel like a little bit of me makes up everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that and it was was a great experience. I served for 13 years in the Marine Corps and what I did, yeah, it was a long time. I'm trying, okay, so right now I'm trying to do math and I'm really horrible at it so i'm gonna let you proceed <laughs> while i'm counting in my head because i'm doing like 18 plus 13 okay proceed <laughs> uh, i'll let you take a stab at my age it's okay i'm not look i'm very proud of my age and the older i get I'm, i i wear my age with pride love it yeah. no i really can't do math so you like you have to legit give me a second <laughs> Well, while she's thinking, go ahead. Go go ahead. ahead. Um, No, so I I was, my job in the military, in the Marine Corps, was really focused on military intelligence and international diplomacy. So I had a really big responsibility and big job. And that's really where I fell in love with Mm -hmm. relationships, you know, because that, being in that type of field, it's all about building relationships. And believe it or not, relationships can create a war or can you know, reduced one. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it's so mm-hmm. important to build relationships. And so I focused on that, and that's really when I fell in love. But I got sidetracked because I met a boy. I fell in love oh. in Japan with this guy. Wait, how did you meet this 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 person? Yeah, um, in the Marine Corps. So I lived in the barracks in Japan, and he was in, in duty. And one day he helped me with my groceries, and he said that he fell in love with me in that moment. I didn't believe him. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, like, get, like, (laughs) okay, sorry, continue. (laughs) No, no, I just, I didn't believe him because I'm like, what do you mean you fell in love with me? Like, I was a hot mess. I was carrying groceries. I was Mm -hmm. 19, no makeup. 
wearing an Echo sweater. Like, really? Oh, I remember Anyways, uh-huh. you no, know, it was just, you know, cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just one of those things. So that's how I met him. And, and that, then love became a priority in my life, right? And so because it became a priority in my life, I got sidetracked from why I joined the Marine Corps. And so uh-huh. that opens up a door for me to really get to where I'm at today. And um, unfortunately, I went through a divorce and that kind of was a real life-changing experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I, that's that whole experience and just the transition of divorce and having to also transition out of my career at that time and make that decision really led me to kind of look at things from a different perspective. And the fact that I was so good at my job and I couldn't keep my marriage together, I couldn't get my ex-husband to pick up the socks off the floor was really kind of a moment, a turning point for me where I was like, you know what? I want to help people in their life, keep their relationship and really focus on that. And things change, you know, because Mm -hmm. you do that kind of work and then you work with a lot of people who are trying to divorce because of many reasons and they end up being able to fall in love with who they were. Um, And that was something that was really important to me. And and my passion came from my own experience of not being able to make it work the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, in my work with the couples and even with families like especially the uh empty nesters mm-hmm. we well I help them focus on being the individual again yep right because yeah it's and I've said this multiple times on the show before especially as Hispanic women our worth mm-hmm. isn't on our careers it's based nope. on our relationship and that's being a wife and a mother Mm -hmm. and so being the individual takes a like takes the back seat yeah absolutely absolutely it's like your identity becomes your your identity becomes your partner right Mm -hmm. so my work was how to focus on the individual again and still be or still believe that you are the wife and mother that you need to be. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that, that was something that, you know, it was just something that I felt like I didn't want any people to have to go through. And I ended up working with a lot of really great, amazing people. And that's how I wrote my first book. Yeah. That's how I wrote my first book is because of the stories of the experiences that I had Mm -hmm. and helping these couples reconnect with one another. So it was before the matchmaking. That's what yes. Yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so did the book kind of uh, segue into the, the business? Uh, how did that work? Yeah. So the book, so a lot of people, you know, I started getting a lot of referrals. What ended up happening was people started saying, Oh my God, I've met this really great person and they had friends who were going through a breakup. And so here's how I started transitioning more into the dating and matchmaking was that I had, I started, having a lot of referrals for women who were going through a major breakup or going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to, so what Emma said, trying to regain their identity, like figure mm-hmm. out who they are again, because when you, and it happened to me, when you go through a divorce, again, you become your partner's identity, right? You, yeah. It is really challenging to maintain that. Um, and so from there, that kind of transitioned me into working with women who were in a relationship, who weren't in a relationship and wanted one. And then, 
you know, they were like, can you help me? I, you know, you meet some really great people. And so then I was like, I have to go back to school. I need to go get certified. I need to go do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I did. And, and kind of, it was really my target market who mm-hmm. started kind of pulling me in that direction. And, and, you know, you're in business to solve a problem. You know, that's why you're in business. So I wanted to make sure that I was solving a problem within my own expertise, but making a difference in people's lives, their so, lives. Is your target market uh, like divorcees or is it? Yeah. So I work with a lot of divorcees. I, I work with a lot of women in their uh, mid thirties who mm-hmm. kind of feel like my clock is ticking and I also yep. need to get married. And my family keeps asking me, why am I single? And I hate going home for the holidays, right? Latinas, why don't you have kids yet? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where's your boyfriend? Why isn't he here? (laughs) Thanks, mom. Actually, it's not my mom. It's other uh, relatives. It's everybody. (laughs) It is everybody. Yeah. And then they wonder why I'm in the corner all by myself. Knitting. Wait. Knitting or crocheting. I wonder, Zorg, do you get, you know, did you get grilled as a guy? Not really, because I'm a family of three boys, and we kind of just... Want, run wild and crazy you know so mm. but my parents they do want you know kids or kids from one of us grandkids <laughs> soon so yeah there's a little bit of pressure but i know like they keep putting their like i'm getting old pressure on us i don't think that way stop making me think like that <laughs> yeah i don't feel that way either I'm no, like, no i honestly like there are times where I forget I'm 31 and I'm like, I'm 25. And, you know, because I feel so youthful. I look so young. Of course. I love it. Like, I love that I get carded. Card me all you want. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know when I go to the grocery store and I buy some wine and person's like, can I see your ID? I'm like, you just made my day. Yeah. I get asked for my ID to buy Sharpies because in Texas, <laughs> there's a law that if you're under 18, you can't buy them because you might get high on them. No joke. So what? I get carded for Sharpies and I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe they card for Sharpies here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone, I love it. Someone worked on that bill for yep. a long time. <laughs> so Those okay. Sharpies will get you. Yeah. So we got other things to worry about. <laughs> exactly <seriously>. right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a lot of businesses going, Michelle. What are they? Um, what makes you think that? That's kind of funny. I've never had that question posed to me that way. Well, you have a lot of businesses going. <laughs> well, it's like matchmaker. You're an author. You're a relationship coach. You're a speaker. You're on TV. Come on, it, the list just goes on and on. I I can keep going. So I have, I have, um, well, actually I have one main, one main business. So my main mm-hmm. business is really the matchmaking and the, and the date coaching. Um, I focus on that most of the time. I have another project that I'm working on, which I haven't, which is, that's why I asked because I haven't really announced it, but, um, so we're launching a women's wellness movement. Um, that is, and it, it's kind of an extension of, Part of the women that I've worked with over the last six years that I've been in business have been women who, again, want to regain their voice, regain their confidence, mm-hmm. right? And as you're, as you're transitioning in, in life, you, there's just some things that are still not talked about. You yes. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. particularly women who are in their 30s. I feel like... Like what? We, what do you mean? What, well, what are people you know, not talking I'm about? I'm going to tell you something okay. about... 
I'm <laughs> fucking hormones, man. I love how passionate you're getting about this right <laughs> now. Like I am so in love. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag girl crush. Yes. <laughs> no, dude, my hormones in my thirties, your our hormones fluctuate so much. And you think it's like, okay, is it because, especially for me, I don't, I'm married, but I don't have any children. So I'm 36 and I'm like, my hormones are constantly changing. Like I feel like my body fluctuates and some things affect me differently than other way than other things. And I go to the doctor and I get a thyroid test or I get blood work done and they can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those things are not talked about yes. with women in their thirties. Mm-hmm. We're like forgotten. Yes. It's no, there. So, um, medical studies are showing that doctors, um, when they work with pain with women, mm-hmm. they treat it a lot more different than they do with men. So, a lot of times, doctors think that like it's somatic symptoms for us yeah. when we're actually in pain. Same thing with like, so period cramps are real. They're legit. Yes. They're the worst. And how? And it's kind of like we'll just like take some medicine no you don't understand like I'm having hot sweats my back hurts (laughs) my breast hurts like everything hurts and you're telling me just to take a pill to fix it yeah no I need to lay down and not talk to anyone for like 24 (laughs) hours leave me alone well well, hold on I think that's that's a male doctor right I bet female I have female I have a female OBGYN for that reason yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I gotcha yeah I don't yeah it's just things like that you see what I'm saying yeah things that men don't understand I don't understand right yeah Yeah. and that's uh, so the like but the expectation is if I went to a male or female OBGYN, they both should be able to understand what I'm going through. However, yeah. like I chose a female OBGYN because I thought, okay, so there's things that are going to come up that, yes, I can talk to a male about. I don't think he's really going to understand. Like he can deliver exactly. my baby and that's great. But if I'm going through hormonal stuff, like I don't think like it's going to be complete understanding. And I'm not saying that male OBGYNs, OBGYNs can't. I'm just saying like, this is my reasoning behind picking a female one. Yeah. Yeah. It's relatability. So, um, so it's just, it's just something where like, there's just, I feel like a lot of different things that we go through in our thirties. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even when we talk about, for example, makeup, you know, it's addressed to right. women in their twenties or you're anti-aging or skincare. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm in transition too. Hello. Yeah. So my, this, um, second, launch or the second brand that we're going to be launching is going to be focused really on solving those types of problems um you know our concept is mind body and spirit yeah is it like a consulting type type uh, business or no it's actually going to be my first physical product line so we are going to be launched we're going to be starting with some uh cosmetics that are hypoallergenic and you know really non-cruelty and focused to women that are in their 30s that hustle during the day and at night they go out and they're you know just hanging out and having Mm -hmm. fun and living life are you doing like a subscription model like i'm going into like business school right now (laughs) Uh, because subscription (laughs) model the subscription model is hot right now is it gonna be like it is yeah it is you know i considered it but i think for the vision that i have with the different um product lines that i want or collections within this this new company or this new brand i should say um that isn't gonna fit my five-year vision Gotcha. Well, whenever that happens, let us know because, you know, we'll, we'll promote it and talk about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited on. for this. Yeah. Like, I just I love that because 
this is a population like divorced women is a population that we do forget about and like mm-hmm. they are starting over and we forget that it like it is a, like a new beginning for them and Absolutely. that like this is amazing because you're empowering them again to be able to make these financial choices you're empowering them to like you know have self-confidence and esteem in themselves you're empowering them to like remember who they are as people you're yeah. empowering them to like create these meaningful relationships like this is amazing Holy I, crap, I yes. want just a brand ambassador. I love it. <laughs> she likes to preach. I do uh, love to preach, man. Yeah. I love, like, imp- like women empowerment is my jam. Yeah. Like, I was just at work today talking to my kids about, like, body image and how, like, not, like, we all struggle with body image. And so they, yes. you know, they asked me the question, like, did you have an eating disorder? And I said, no. I said, I did struggle with body image, though. Yeah, right, absolutely. It's something that we do. And I said, so I love empowering y'all to be like, I can do whatever I want and I'm going to be amazing at it and I'm going to be so successful. Because I said, I want, y- I want to see y'all like on TV or changing mm-hmm. the world in beautiful ways. So. I'm so excited for the CVS campaign, I think. It's CVS that uh-huh. they're going to they're gonna be doing all pictures but no touch-ups or something uh-huh. like that. Oh, wow. oh. I, I can't remember with CVS or Walgreens, but yeah, they're doing it. They're doing wow. that because they're like, let's just show people how they are. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so that's happening. Uh, what's going on today? So you said matchmaking and, and relationship coaching. Yes. How is that? What do you do? It's- what do I do? Yeah, what, I, guess, like, I guess the ba- yeah. like, like, what is matchmaking? For people who don't yeah. know, like, you know, have never thought about seeing a matchmaker, why would someone see a matchmaker or a relationship? Yeah. Person? Well, first off, you deal with the real person, so you're not dealing with an algorithm, as many mm-hmm. people would say. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm against dating apps, but that's a whole other conversation. But um, so matchmaking, what it is, is think of me as a real estate agent, but for your love life. Okay. I love it so far. Okay. <laughs> What are the... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? I'm really for my love life. Uh, I'm a curator. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So what we do really is that we help people who are having... Don't have really an opportunity, don't have the time to go out and date because of a busy schedule. Maybe they're, they're traveling a lot. And we basically get to know what it is that they're looking for. We bring quality people with quality people we're looking for the same relationship goals and the same desires. So if you tell, you know, you tell me as a real estate agent, hey, Michelle, I would like a two-bedroom house that has two floors and it has a yard and marble counters and blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm going to take that into consideration and do my best to find a couple of choices for you. Okay, mm-hmm. so well, matchmaking hold on. is the same. So let's, let's back it up here. So do you mind asking Emma, like, just two or three questions <laughs> that you typically ask? Like, what are some things... Ooh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> getting anxious now, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to breathe it out. Just a Do couple. Some mindful breathing. You know. Okay. So, Emma, um, tell me a little bit about what you're looking for in a guy. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Go okay. Did we have time? Go ahead. Uh, I'll, let, me, let me make it as simple as possible. So, I'm looking with, for, I am looking for someone who um, has similar values as me. They don't always have to be the same, but, like, values family time, values quality time, um, does value traveling. Um, that's another important one for me. And of course, like spiritual life. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, because uh, my, my relationship with, with 
God is, is important to me. So like, those are kind of like the four main things I would say I'm looking for. Very nice. Um, and where do you think, uh, you have gone or are going to that you're meeting these guys and potentially, but, but you're not having any success with them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, so I, so I go to church, but I don't look for people at church because that's not what church is about for me. Um, if I go like bars, you know, very like kind of a typical, um, yep. (laughs) That's about it. Yep. Period. Period. And last question then, uh, why do you think you're still single? Um, like what, what I think or what I've been, or the reasons I've been told why I'm still single. (laughs) I, I want to know what you think. Um, I feel. For me, I honestly think it's because I put myself, like, I put my, being grad school, getting my career, kind of, like, these have been my priorities, and yes, I think it's wonderful, like, I want to think that I want to be in a relationship, and at the same time, it's kind of, like, for me, I feel like if I were to be in a relationship during this process, it would stop me from Mm -hmm. getting these goals, and so in reality, for me, it's, I'm, like, I love it, however, I don't want to stop my flow, for someone. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it wasn't a priority in your life up right. until this point. Mm-hmm. If this was a real consultation. Yes. Yeah. So I guess you take that information from Emma and I guess you ask mm-hmm. more questions or you spend however long. Yeah. And then, I've, and absolutely. then the guy. It's just, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then so the, you talk to guys and you match them, but you have some sort of, you have an, your own algorithm. Right. Of course I system. do. So like, <laughs> so like, how did like how does all, all that magic happen? I'm so interested. <laughs> how does the magic happen? Yeah. Um, I don't have a magic ball that I just rubbed just in case, you uh-huh. know. Darn it. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I guess the, I guess for me, what's really important is, um, and this is based on some work that um, a, a colleague of mine and also someone that I re- I learned about in school and I follow is. Dr. Terry Orbach and like the theories of like Dr. Gottman. Um, and that I am level with- one Gottman trained. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, because, because I don't do couples work at the moment. So I was like, I can't do level two or three at the moment, but yeah, I'm yeah. level one. Mm-hmm. What, can you explain that real quick? What that is? Oh, uh, so level one means that I sat in an intensive training. I got the foundation skills of like what Gottman uses. So Gottman has created his own way of dealing with couples um, and working with couples on different issues. Um, so we, like I sat into a, an intensive training mm-hmm. and I'm able to like use those tools in an effective way in a couple, in a couple's session. Gotcha. So Michelle, how do you use that? All that yeah. stuff. So how I use that, all that stuff is that I basically ask questions that are not typical. Most people are going to ask, what are you looking for? What mm-hmm. is he tall? What is he, you know, what do you like to drink and things like that? The, the true essence of matching people has to do with having similar key values, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding what those key values are. And I break that up into areas of emotional um, intelligence, um, physical intelligence, financial intelligence. Like Those things are the things that in 5, 10, 15 years from now really matter. Mm-hmm. And if you can match people who have those same values in the beginning and be, have conversations around that, then you're likely to succeed. And I do that by learning people's personalities. I have them take different types of personality tests. And the conversations and the questions that I ask really help me deduce that mm-hmm. secret sauce, if you will. 
Yeah. And so mm-hmm. once you match the, the people, let's say, do you set the date up or do you just say, hey, call this person or email this oh, person? Oh, no. We set the date up. We are oh. a full service concierge. Oh, so. Wow. <laughs> so like basically you, you drop a person in front of me and I start talking. Is that what happens? That's the whole point of matchmaking. Oh, it's love it. I get it. And have fun. Nice. Do you, do you coach on like what to say? Like. You know, Absolutely. don't act like a crazy person. You know, just like you, you tell them, what's like one thing you would say to one of your clients that was going to meet somebody for the first time? I got a story to share with oh. you. Oh, yeah. We love stories. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So uh, there was this couple that uh, I match made, and it was actually a gentleman who I was working with. And they went on a, he went on a first date with a woman that, he, that we introduced to him. And throughout the whole first date, um, they had a really great time, but there was this one little kicker. Uh-oh. And the Uh-oh. kicker was that they were both feeling each other, but unfortunately, someone out of both of them, I'm not going to say who, had bad breath. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? So, it was, but they didn't, did they kiss? Is that how someone found out? Or it was just like, it just emanating the room just like it was there was the so approach bad. and the attempt to go in for the first date kiss oh. and it got shot down because of you know so did someone order a plate that was too garlicky yeah no good question no Mm-mm. well that can it's be just, fixed right the tea the, the, they you know they showed up that way yeah Oh, oh. Mm. no, I'm like on like on my way to a day like I am chewing gum I have Altoids in my mouth constantly like I can't breathe because I'm like, like on Altoids, just like sucking yeah. and making sure my <laughs> breath is so fresh. So the question is, did this person tell this person, right? Yes, should they? Is, yeah. Or should right? you, should you tell the person? Right. Should yeah. I tell the person, which my job is to be honest with people. And so, yes, I, I, I do tell the clients if it's the client who had the breath breath. In this case, it was actually the person that we introduced them to, but he, I mean, he was very polite to her. So it was her who didn't have good breath, which happens to us ladies. Uh-huh. And he was very polite. He just basically told her, like, listen, I wanted to just let you know that I think maybe you have maybe eaten something that didn't agree with you very well. Um, and you have kind of an after, after smell or something. Like a full onion like, oh, or something? Thank you. <laughs> like, it was like, uh, like a shoe or a sock? It was like that bad? <laughs> Why are you going into details about it? I'm just, I, who knows? Uh, I don't, I don't need to envision the smell. I, I already did. And I didn't need to have like more of a, like olfactory thing going on. Because I can, I can see that I can see myself like going in for the approach and all of a sudden I get this whiff of something. <laughs> right, Emma? And then like my facial expression just turns like, like weird. And then I... I don't know, but and then if you did that, like if you did that, my reaction would be like, "Oh my gosh, it's me, isn't it?" Like that's because I'd be self conscious. Yeah, but did did he go in for the kiss and then like stop or something, or did he just? Yeah, so he kind of went in for it, and um, and then he just so basically it was the end of the night, and he went to go give her a kiss when he hugged her. Oh. So it was really easy for him to kind of yeah step side step. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so the moral of the story, Michelle, is to always <laughs> have Altoids on you, or I mean, always have Altoids on you. And number two, do a quick bathroom check before you meet up with the date. Ah, uh, mm. okay. Quick bathroom okay. check. 
check everything out. Got, gotcha. And do you do you say do you give them like icebreakers or anything, or you just yeah yeah? Do you yeah, say like? It's, I mean, I think it's important too that I tell people to be themselves. Okay, so it, you know you always have to be yourself, be who you are, but have go into a, a date with at least three topics of conversation that you want to talk about, and have some questions and stories to share. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and then that's you know the next thing I want to talk about with what we we want to talk about with you is like your philosophy. But I think you did kind of go into your philosophy. Uh, you, you use a lot of the Gottman, right? And, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma can yeah. elaborate on that. But like, what other hints and tips and tricks can you can you? Because our audience is mainly single. Um, I would say late twenties, thirties. Yeah. That's yes. our audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Emma's single. I'm single. So we're trying. We're going through Woo. this all together. And so, like, what do you, do you have? Do you have any that you can kind of share with us? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, my dating philosophy is really. I can sum it up in, in just a phrase, and it and it's a healthy relationship starts with you. Me uh-huh. and my entire team. That's something that we talk about, we preach about, and it's in everything we do. And I don't mean that just in a from a place of like self love, like oh, you got to love yourself and take care. That's important. But I, like I say to, about anything else in life, when you really want something, you have a plan for it, right? So a healthy mm-hmm. relationship starts with you, starts with having a plan for yourself, for the things that you want to go after. And I think that women in their 30s have a plan, which is part of the reason that they also struggle when they date, because then they approach dating as, let me give you an interview and see if you're worth the next 30 minutes of, of my time or I got to go. Mm-hmm. We want our men or our women, the way we order our Starbucks. And that mentality is not helping in today's dating world. Yeah. Technology really has not helped. It's not. No. So you talk about have a plan. What co- so you're, you're meaning meaning you like a plan on what man you're looking for or a, ma- or a plan or for like your, your goals? Or yeah, like have, have clarity towards who it is that you're looking for. Okay. You know, what it is okay. that okay. you're looking for in a partner. Have a plan as far as, like, where am I going to go out to meet this person? When I want to buy a really nice pair of shoes, I go to Nordstrom's. That's my plan. (laughs) I don't go to to Payless. I go to Nordstrom because I want a nice pair of shoes. So if you want a nice guy who shares the same values as you, where does this guy hang out? I need to go to Cabela's. Yeah. Cabela's. You want a country man? I do. (laughs) Cabela's. Uh, or Bass Pro Shop. Do you guys have that over there, Michelle Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop? Uh, we got Bass Pro Shop in uh, Miami, but we don't have Cabela's. It's, it's, it's a hunting store. It's the same. <laughs> so yeah, probably not. <laughs> so if someone's if someone has their, their I guess their values down or what they're looking for in a man, uh, there's a thing that Emma and I talk about all the time. It's called FOMO. Oh so yeah, the fear. Mm. Even though you know, out. even though you know what you want, people are always looking to. I guess you can say, quote unquote, trade up or right. look for something better. What are your What are your thoughts on that? I think that that mentality and that that being uh, being so wrapped up in that is kind of what could potentially lead you to, you know, miss the one that got away or, right. or be part of the. Oh my God, I met this really great guy. I should have done this because the truth is that. It's not that there's something better out there. I think we were led to believe that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't, because of that, we don't give people a shot. Yeah. But how do you know when? That's that's like the, the golden question. What do you mean? Like, how do you know yeah. when is, wh- who, who, you meet the person and mm-hmm. you think the person's great. 
mm-hmm. that person the one? Like, are there signs that tell you that this person is the one? Um, or do you just kind of wait and date other people? Well, there, you know, that's, let's talk about that. That's, I'm really <laughs> glad that you brought that story up because that's the first problem right there. Why do we have to go in with like, is that the one? Let me tell you something. When you were in your 20s, you know why dating was so much fun? How? Why? Because you went there to have a good time and you wanted to make, and you made a friendship. And then if it led to something great and if it didn't, then you made a great friend. And that's how mm-hmm. we make friendships. And that's how we laugh. And now in our 30s, what do we do? We put all this pressure of like, how do I know if this person's the one? There's always this question of, is this person the one? That's like, how about, is this person someone that you just want to get to know? Yeah. Oh, I think so like reframing the question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think the mentality is that, you know, we're 30, we're, we're running out of time, mm-hmm. we want this one to count. I've, he- I've heard this from a lot of listeners. I mean, both male and female. Yeah, like, yeah. let's yes. be fair, because I think men, I don't think you guys are as vocal about this as, like, we are as women, because, again, like, society tells you you all have to be logical and not emotional, right? Yeah. So, uh-huh. like, you guys can't express this as much. But I do think that there are times when, like, you guys... When men do settle in a relationship, even though they're not happy, because they're worried that if they don't like get married now, mm-hmm. they're going to be single the rest of their lives. And who wants to actually be single? As humans, we want that companionship. Uh, absolutely. Right? Like we we are just you know back in the caveman days, we were little tribes that traveled together. Like mm-hmm. this is something that is just in our nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Zorik. Questions for you. Oh, Ooh, yes, oh, sure. yes. Because oh, no. I always feel like you're, you're going at Emma. So, you know what? Oh, team. <laughs> Yay! Team oh Emma. <laughs> okay. What's the question? So, my question for you is, what are you looking for? Oh. You know? <laughs> we don't have time for this. Yes, we do. <laughs> we make time for me. We make time for you. But, but That's I think, right. I think I, I have a lot of... I'm looking for the uh, similar things as Emma, but please, we're, we're please, friends. Please, we're friends. <laughs> like, no, the, the, I don't want to have this conversation again. Like, Zorik and I don't want to date each other. We're friends. Get over it, people. He's like a brother to me. Yeah. Okay. We got it that's last time. because you guys have good chemistry. That's why yeah. people can okay. hear that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I just, I want someone with the same, like, for me, a career. No, you have to repeat the values. Oh. You can't just say based on what Emma is yes. and then have them rewind. Well, first of all, what are values? But uh, that's another question. But no, I just think <laughs> someone that's independent, has their career together, um, someone that has hobbies, because I like my own time. I mm-hmm. like to do my own thing, whether it's like read a book or work out or um, play with my dogs or watch Narcos, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. watch Hulu. So I, I, let, I value my time um, because in my previous relationships, uh, oh my gosh, it was just like we were together all the time. So oh. that's big. That's big for me. Mm-hmm. And someone that values like education and like we do a podcast here about it. About learning, learn, learning relationship tips and giving advice and someone that understands my lifestyle. Because this is, th- this is not conducive to a lot of relationships. Do you agree, Emma? Yeah. yeah. You're right? <laughs> Has this affected your, your marriage, like, you know, as far as being a relationship <coughs> coach and all that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's, I mean, my husband, my husband's amazing. Let me just start by saying that. Um, he's very supportive of everything that I do. And honestly, um, 
you're right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I have talked to a couple women who are like, oh, I'm interested in doing what you're doing, but my husband would never let me do that. And it's like, I like, I'm what? afraid to tell people that I'm a marriage and family therapist because then I feel like, oh, you know, like they work with marriage and families all the time. Like they're just going to want that or, or have this expectation that like, I think this, our relationships, like it's going to be so perfect. Like that's not like me. And I yeah. want to tell them like, no, like, yes, this is what I do for a living. However, it's easier to tell people what to do instead of like yeah. doing it myself. <laughs> and I've said this a lot of times, like, don't, don't say as I do. No, do as, as I, I say, say not, not like I, I do. do. <laughs> so it's too funny. Yes, you know, like no, I, I have no no pressure. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so what else, Michelle? What do you what do you what other tips and tricks and hints do you have for our audience? Yeah, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, when it comes to dating, I mean you know, I travel a lot. I travel between Colorado and California and actually we have a small um, location and we have a small location in, in San Diego because that's where I spent majority mm -hmm. of my time mm -hmm. um, and that's where I started my business but I will tell you that when I go to San Diego I get the question why is it so hard to date in San Diego I have a friend who lives in Austin why is it so hard to date in Austin why is Amen. it so hard to date in Miami and I think that <laughs> no matter what city you live in the truth is that it's not that it's so hard to date. It's just that we have to give people a chance, you know. I, I would really want and, and ask people, you know, like, you want people to give you a chance. You know what I mean? Like, right. you want people to give us a chance at life. So let's let's reciprocate that. And I feel like if we're less judgmental towards people, people are nervous. They make mistakes. They sometimes say stu stupid stuff on the first date or they have bad breath. Mm -hmm. let's not crucify them you know yeah. what I'm saying yes yeah. I was listening to um, this other podcast um, and how dare you I know right uh, <laughs> I was doing research and um, he was talking about how um, like in our society like it's, it's really difficult for men to approach women because as women we're like oh my gosh he just wants to have sex with me oh my gosh like and we're mm -hmm. you know we because we, we're because of the news and the media, like having all of these things. And so it's kind of like you, like you complain, like everyone, right? Like everyone complains that it's so difficult to date, except that you won't do it like in, in like out exactly. in the actual in the actual world. Like you just want to be on your phone where it's safe. And yeah. they're like, it's the same thing. It's, you know, it's just virtual versus like real. So like yeah. we need to get, I, I like, I'm a, I want to get back to basics. Yeah, and to what Emma said, uh, Michelle, does do all men want to have sex? No. No, no. right? Do you want to have sex with me right now? No, we're exactly. doing a show. Exactly. <laughs> you know? No. Um, it has crossed his mind, though, Emma. He is a guy. I will say that. What? Uh, uh, see? Uh, that's, not we, that's not all we think about. I'm not saying that's all you think about, but like... <laughs> I know that's not what I always think about. So, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah I, no. I, I also don't want to like, I don't want to go out to a place where like, if I want to meet a guy and think like, oh my gosh, they're just going to like hit on me because all they want to do is have sex with me at the end of the night. Like how, how is that actually helping me? And you know what women do when, when they believe that they get put themselves in like this little wall of their friends. Yes. And then even if a nice guy wants to go up, he's like, I cannot penetrate the wall. Ladies, 
Do not build the wall of women. <laughs> yeah. Give men an opportunity to come and talk to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and like if someone says hi, like you don't have to be rude back. Like I've been guilty of this before too, because like if I'm not in the mood to be out, but I'm forced to be out and I'm just like in a bad mood. And so if someone nice comes up to me, it's like hi, I'm just like, hi. And then like I look away, you know, and yeah. I'm looking at my drink. My drink just got really interesting for some reason, <laughs> um, you know? And so, like, I know that I've been guilty of that, too, and that's something that, like, I'm be- trying to be very proactive in changing is if mm-hmm. I'm out somewhere, like, I actually want to enjoy what's happening, and if someone smiles at me, like, I want to smile back. Like, yeah. that's it. We're just smiling. I'm not trying to hit on you, and you're not trying to hit on me. Let's just be nice. <laughs> Did yeah. you see that study or any of you guys see that study from um, that came out recently? It was an article on HuffPost, but it was from the Journal Sciences about people who are online dating approach people mostly who are 25 percent more desirable than they are. Yes. We, that was we, like two episodes ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know what? That's another thing, too. People be aware. I mean, listen, be aware of what you who you are and what you're offering at the table Wait, because my what? mom would always say shoot for the stars <laughs> and you'll land <laughs> on the moon okay <laughs> listen my mom said the same thing too and, and ain't nothing wrong with that but my point is this i also am gonna shoot for a moon that i'm like oh okay that that one suits me uh, not like something that's not within something's not that's within like my unrealistic mean. Like, right. like Benedict Cumberbatch for like, Emma? If Benedict Cumberbatch were single, I feel like I could get that. If he were single and not a celebrity. He's a celebrity. I can't get that. That's a fantasy. I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so it, we get a lot of this, too, uh, from listeners. There's, they always say, I'm tired of dating apps. I'm sick uh-huh. of dating apps. What, uh-huh. what do you tell? What should... What should people do if they are tired of dating apps and, and all that? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the next thing, first off, let me just tell you, 2019 is going to be, I think, a big year for dating apps once again. And, and it's just because there's so many new features and things that are being introduced. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook's I'm, coming out with its own app, too. Yeah. that I, I think 2019 is going to be a really interesting year for apps. And I think it's, it's just going to change or, or something is going to evolve from that. That's just, mm-hmm. a, just a hint I have. But... You know, if you're tired of dating apps, I say go to single experiences. Like, do single travel groups, travel things. Um, Don't be afraid to date yourself. And don't be afraid to take a break, too, if that's what you feel. But, Mm -hmm. like, just go out and make it a point to meet someone new. Go to single experiences and talk to a couple of people. Introduce Mm -hmm. yourself. Um, You know, the bar scene, the club scene, yeah, you know, that's good for a while, but as you get older, especially like what you mentioned, Zori, someone who has their own like hobbies and their own things to do makes you very attractive. So why not explore that now? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I got it. Okay. So what you're saying is, um, it's, it's fine to be frustrated. Just do other things. That's the point. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, I mean, and so you know, let's get to, to the actual question. Okay, let's segue like, into the question here. Because uh, I, th- I think that this is like, you're, you're kind of hitting on those things that we probably need to be doing, being 30 and single. So like... So introduce, let's introduce yeah. the question again. So the question ah, was, um, what tips can you share 
for single lady, 30 years old, who aren't getting asked on dates. So I'm going to read a little um, one of like the rest of the yeah, email. Yeah. It says, I am taking a break from online dating. And when I'm out in my normal routine during the week, I'm not meeting single Christian guys that ask me out. I haven't been on a date with a guy that picked me up uh, while I was out since May. So she hasn't been on a date since <coughs> May. Mm-hmm. So what, I guess we can, where can we start? How do we dissect yeah, like, this, like Michelle? How, like, yeah. Where do you start? Yeah, so with this, I mean, obviously, you know, one of the things that I would say is, okay, so she's looking for another man who is Christian who has mm-hmm. similar values to her, right? So this this is something like, is there any Christian events that happens mm-hmm. that happen in, in where you're going or are there other Christian groups that do trips and things like that? Um, but I want to say something in regards to, like, guys. So she said specifically that guys don't hit on her, period, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or, and or, I, my question to her would be her body language. What's your body right. language saying to the people yeah. around you? Mm-hmm. Because I, because, like, I'll use me an example because I'm here. Um, like, when I go out and I'm not in a good mood, like, I am very close off in my body language. Like, I'm not smiling. I have a drink in my hand. I might, like, have a smile at my friends, laugh with them. But then if I look around, I'm like, no. Like, serious face right and so in that moment I know that I'm not approachable and sometimes Mm -hmm. I do it as a mechanism to like not get hit on and then I'm complaining the next day I didn't get hit on well I know (laughs) because it's my own fault like I know it you know well on the flip side if you're too happy and too jovial I'll I'll be like she's having too much fun why should I mess up her fun why would you think that you would mess up her fun? I know, I that's exactly where my mind went. I'm like, don't you want to be part of that fun? I mean, yeah, but you are you seem busy, so I, I respectfully uh, will pass. I so I have to have a medium one. amount of fun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what I'll, is a medium amount of fun? Uh, it's, it's, it's like half of fun, like fun divided by two. So like half of my face is smiling and <laughs> yes. the other half is like serious? Yes, perfect. Got it, okay. Yeah. okay. Good visual. Like two-faced? Okay. Like two-faced? Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Batman. So what? What? What else, Michelle? What else can? So uh, w- when she says here that she's not getting asked out on dates, could could that mean also on like Tinder or Bumble or something like that? Yeah, it could absolutely mean that. But I think she says she's taking a break. But if but let's let's speak, let's talk a little bit about online dating. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. First question: How many dating apps are you on? One. Truthfully, who? I'm on one right now. I'm on I'm on Bumble, Tinder, and I'll get on League. (laughs) The League. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Listen, one dating app at a time, people. Oh. So I did it right. I get a gold star. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, because you know what? Uh I I want you guys to think about this. What is it that you do when you're on Facebook? Just scroll, scroll. Yeah. Okay. What is it when you're doing? What are you doing on Instagram? Mindlessly yeah. scrolling and tapping. I'm putting my brain on, like off. Yeah. Right. You're so you're trying to be entertained, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. then it's the same behavior and it's stimulating the same part of your brain when uh-huh. you're going on a dating app. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important. First off, don't overwhelm yourself. Try one dating app. Try it for about forty-five days. Okay. Number two, your pictures and your profile definitely do matter. Take the time to at least write 150 characters. Don't just say, if you want to know more about me, message, DM me. Oh, that's too really, much. Dude? 
That's too much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We just we just want someone that's twenty five percent. So much. I just want someone that's twenty five percent hotter. That's all. Okay. <laughs> with no effort at all. And then we'll, we'll with Michelle's assistance, she just like backs up the truck and like it's like a refrigerator being delivered like to my seat. I unbox the the box and see a surprise and it works out. And she's the one, right? She's the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, no anyway. fantasy land over there. <laughs> okay. And he's trying to like make me seem crazy today. <laughs> okay, so you're saying pictures and and, yeah. and text and yeah, bio. absolutely. Writing some stuff, but I think you know what I mean. I think what's important is the takeaway from that is that we all. That's why we kind of get exhausted from dating apps yeah. because we're already doing that behavior all day long. So the mm-hmm. best thing that you can do is dedicate. A very specific, okay, I'm only going to go on my one app uh, morning and during my lunch break or during my lunch break and at night. So that way you're not constantly doing that and you actually can take a moment to actually appreciate what you're looking at instead of just mindlessly swiping left or right or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whatever behavior that is. Um, And you know what? Don't be afraid to end with a question and ask for what you want. Hey, I'm looking for a nice guy who likes to surf. Uh, by the way, do you like sushi? Like, make it engaging. Make it fun. I feel like some people are like, write this long list of, I'm so cool. I'm so whimsical. I'm a traveler. And it's like. Everyone says that. Right. Right? What I makes don't think you I'm different? whimsical. Yeah. You are sometimes. No, I'm a rule follower. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. Michelle, uh, what if she's talking to somebody uh, like you know, through Bumble, Tinder, or maybe they met at church mm-hmm. and they keep hanging out or maybe they keep hanging out at mutual places like church, but the guy's not, and she has an interest and the guy's not asking her out. Can she ask him out? Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. 100% yes. Now, this is a big, an, this is one of those topics like, should you have sex on the first date? Like, people are like, women shouldn't approach men. Men shouldn't approach women. And I find that it's also culturally. Yep. Newsflash people, online dating leveled the playing field for both men and women. In what regard? So regards? there it is. It what did. Are we like actually allowed? Like, like uh, yes. Yes, it did. I agree yeah. with that. I, however, like, I don't think, like, as a society, like, we actually caught up to that, though, yet. Well, what do you, what do you guys mean by, by blo- equaling the playing field? So, like, it, so I, you can correct me, but I, it, it sounds like you're saying that dating apps have allowed both, like, like women to, like, be able to hit on men mm-hmm. and then, you know, men to hit on women oh, or, okay. like, make the first gotcha. move. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but so, I... And so, yes, but I, I don't think that we caught up as a society yet because I'm still very scared to do it. Like, I'm very hesitant to make that first move. There's someone, like, I, like, I can't, like, I can't, like, I, no. But here's, <laughs> but here's where I'm going to side with guys because, okay. because here's something else that us as women, we don't remember that. How do you think for all these years, men who have been, you know, taught as part of mm-hmm. chivalry that they should ask a woman out, Poor guys, man. They have to experience rejection. And it's I like, know. And now I it's our turn. Talks. And we're like, you know. But I think, you know, we should. It, it, it's a matter of changing the perspective. Like, well, I don't want to be rejected. Man, let me tell you something. Men, I think, are much nicer at rejecting us than us as women. Because I remember kind of like I you give were you saying, that. Emma. Yes, I give you that. So, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, we're like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, oh, who do you think you are? Yeah. You know, 
Yes. I did it once or twice. Yeah. Men don't say things like that, thank God. So No, because so- I would go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> My little fragile heart can't take it. So, so Michelle, how would, okay, let's say uh, someone is standing in front of somebody. How would she ask him? Like, how would, out? Like, what's an example? How would, how would you formulate that? So, well, let me ask you this. Is it like, are they standing in line at Publix and she wants to get his number? Or, well, Publix is a grocery store. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You saw our confused faces. It was like a strip club or something. Uh, just kidding. Uh-huh. No, like maybe maybe they're at they're at church, and you know, okay. Like, how how can she ask him out? All right. So my first tip would be use your local environment. So if you're at church and you just let's say or you know it's after the service and you're you know having a great time, uh, you know, and you start talking about this person, you ask them, hey, how how was the sermon for you? What was your takeaway? You know, talk about your environment, things that you can immediately connect with. Mm-hmm. And as you're having that conversation, look for an opportunity to find out what their next week is looking like. So what are you doing this coming week? Any any big plans? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And, and they always take the opportunity to share a story. Like, oh, yeah, you know, well, this week for me, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then you enter and say, you know what? I actually have to run, but I would love to continue this conversation with you. Uh, would you be interested in meeting up for tapas or whatever the case may be. Most mm-hmm. people do coffee dates, which I'm not a fan of, but... Wait, ooh. why? Why? Wait, can, yes. can you tell me why? Can you tell us why? Why am I not? Because you know what? People go in there with the mentality that it's an interview. Oh. oh. It's, it's kind of like not romantic either. I don't think no. coffee dates are romantic, right? No. Ella. I think it's not romantic. I think it's kind of like, you know what? I meet up for coffee to talk to people who want to do some sort of collaboration or if I want to get to know someone professionally or I meet up with coffee from my with my friends that I haven't seen in like forever mm-hmm. that we don't have time to like catch up for. Like that's why I meet up with coffee for it. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not to go on a first date. I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like we've made it okay and I, I'm just not okay with it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like a very quick thing right so it's like like that instant gratification on exactly right like we're not compatible great thank you bye-bye you know what's a great first date if you do something fun where you move your body where you try something different because now you both are out of your elements and you're not so prepared and scripted and like on your phone you're actually focused on an activity that you both are working on together yeah yeah and you know what i i hate dinner dates where the other person is on their phone. Oh, oh my God. It's like, a ki- it's how, like, why, like, how do people think that's okay? My phone is always in my purse and half the time it's like, do not disturb because I don't want it. He- like, I don't want to hear the mm-hmm. phantom vibration. Mm-hmm. That's like, to me, that's like bad breath. Like, seriously, <laughs> like if, if you can't focus on me and then mm-hmm. what we're talking about, you're not in the moment. You're like, I mean, if you're not into me, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You know, maybe. No, it's not fine yeah. either because it's rude. Tell the person. Hey, listen, I just don't think we're compatible, but hey, we tried. It was mm-hmm. a good one. See you later. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, yes. And like the honesty piece of like, I don't think that we're compatible, I think is really important because in the past we've talked about how like we, I mean, just like human population in general, like they don't like confrontation, right? And so like they mm-hmm. think that's confrontation or it's uncomfortable for them to have that conversation. And so they choose not to have it by either ghosting, um, mm-hmm. not answering back, you know, whatever it is. 
That's how men do it. They ghost. Yes. And, and women, too. Women, women do, too. Yeah, yeah women we do, do too. too, a lot. Yeah. It, it's equal on both sides. I do not pick mm-hmm. a side there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think also, Michelle, you mentioned this um, in the other segment about uh, just going out and doing more things because she says here in her question that uh, she does her normal routine. Maybe she needs to shake it up, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Absolutely. Like, do yeah, other things? Yeah, try different things. Mm-hmm. Like, try something out of the box. Um, go to a meetup and meet some new people. You know, I think sometimes we get so we're creatures of habit and we want to stay in our comfort zone. Like, what's a new activity that you've tried maybe in the last in the last year? Like a new activity, either one of you. Emma has not tried a new activity. Oh my gosh! Like there's crickets happening right now. Actually, in my I, I can't even think of anything either. I did something cool. I did pole dancing. Oh, okay. oh, that's fun. Okay, that's cool. See. It's new. It's different. It's good for my self confidence. Yeah. yeah, my husband benefits from it. Yep. Everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I like need to go do. Some we need to do stuff something now. <laughs> oh Thanks for making us feel so good about ourselves. Yay! <laughs> so uh, Michelle, she she ends the email saying that she has been has not been out since May. That's fine, mm-hmm. right? That's okay. I yeah, yeah. I yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm curious to hear your opinion, Emma, because you're single. Yes. Well, yes. And I, but, and blah. So for that, like the fact that she's been single since May, I feel like she has a timeline. Like it's not okay for me to be single because it's been since May. Well, she hasn't had a date since May, I guess that she's saying. Okay. But still, like there's that timeline. Like I think that there's kind of some of her own pressure on herself that this is not okay. Yeah. And, and I agree completely with Emma because it's, you know, it's not about, it, it's definitely, you don't have to be dating all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's good to take a break and just focus on yourself again and focus on the things around you and, and don't put pressure, don't put a timeline on it. The more pressure you have, I feel like it clouds your judgment yeah. because you kind of put on these blinders of like, okay, I'm only looking for this. And then you make decisions and you act from that place. And you don't get that whole picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, yes, it's great to, like, have, like, the logic behind it, but you also need to be able to see, like, everything around you to make that, like, correct choice. Because if I'm only focusing on like, the fact that there's a rattlesnake, but I can't see that there's, like, something that I can jump to for safety, like, I'm thinking I just need to run away and I'm going to die because that rattlesnake's yeah. going to bite me. So it's okay, the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, it's okay. It, it's okay. Um, and be, you're, you guys are both saying be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put pressure because we talk about this. You put pressure on yourself. You, you, you get anxious, anxiety, yes. and then you get mm-hmm. more frustrated. Maybe you get depressed. It leads into different things. You'll get sick, yep. whatever, whatever, whatever. A lot of bad things happen. But, Michelle, so sum this up. Bottom line with this question. Like, w- what's your bottom line here for her, for, for this listener? Yeah. So for all everyone who's out there and resonates and, and is like, you know what? This is me, Michelle. I'm going to say, number one, first and foremost, if you're going out and you're not getting the results that you want, take a step back and take a Mm self-inventory. Is a relationship a priority for me? If it is, okay, then what is it that I'm looking for? Once you know what you're looking for, then, okay, where does this person, where do I have the most opportunity to meet this type of person? Um, Because it's important to kind of to have clarity. Clarity is so important in our lives. So, mm-hmm. um, and if you don't have that clarity, that's okay too. Just take some time and learn about it. 
spend some time thinking about it for yourself because at the end of the day, that's what's going to keep, what's going to help you keep looking for someone and you're going to be able to see that and find that person if you have clarity. So that would be my bottom line. And if you're single and you're going through a heartbreak and you're like, I just want to go from one relationship to another, which is what happens with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. I'd say take some time to just sit in what you're going through because the breakthrough that you're going to have after that is powerful and it's lessons that will help you get to what you want quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm listening to Tony Robbins. I'm like so I'm, empowered I'm like ready. Right I'm now. like so like I'm like I'm ready to <laughs> tomorrow. I'm ready to wake up and be like, look, world, I am single and I'm going to conquer being in our, yes. you know, like I'm going to just conquer everything. I just I'm like so empowered right now. Oh I could go gosh. run a marathon. I, I know I can, but, you know, I, I have the mentality. <laughs> So we have a problem here, Emma, because we can go on and on and on with Michelle for like 10 hours. Can you, do you mind coming back? And there's so much to talk about. We just, I feel like we just scratched the surface. I know. You guys, I would love to come back and hang out. I've enjoyed this too. And I can't wait to hear from your listeners. And if they got questions, send them my way. I will. Yeah, we'll have uh, your um, Instagram link on um the episode yeah, on so the episode notes okay. mm-hmm, for so sure we'll, we'll have the website your yeah. instagram and all that uh so thanks thanks michelle yes thank you so yeah. much oh thank you guys for having me it was a pleasure okay. i learned so much so so guys. tell me what did you learn from uh michelle so um i think it was just nice to kind of be reminded of the things that like i knew but have someone bring them up again. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's okay to be where I am. It right? is. Like I know what my, my goals and my needs are. And like, I'm the one that like, like, yes, it's nice to have someone, but like in my mind, like I know that like I need to focus on me before I can be with someone else. Right. So just kind of having that validation again and being reminded of, of that, like I am who I need to be and I'm focusing on, who I want to be too, right? So like just empowering myself was really helpful. Um, it was also really helpful because you you got me a little bit out of my comfort zone, which really doesn't happen much. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, usually it's me putting people out of their comfort zone, right? So it was a nice little change. And just like remembering like, I need, like if I'm going out, like where am I going out? Because that is important, right? But we get stuck in the rut of like going to bars and if I'm out, like, I need to remember my body language, which, again, like, I mm-hmm. know this, but I forget about it because yeah. you can kind of get into that routine. So it was just a help, very helpful reminder. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I learned a couple of things, actually a lot of things from Michelle. But, um, you know, pertaining to the listener's question, uh, go get it. Go yeah. get it, girl, if you want it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't waste time. Uh, also, uh, Michelle thinks that we are fine art and she's a curator for fine art. Uh, I am a Picasso uh, for everyone out there. And I would consider you more of a Monet, but that's fine. Okay. Um, and uh, who knows? Uh, Michelle might be the next president. We'll see. Yes, we'll yes. see. All right. Love it so much. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want us to discuss, you can always leave us an email at hello at datepodcast.com. You can also follow us on at datepodcast on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>